guys, we're back. Sorry about not doing an episode on UFC 263. You know, finals got a little, little. Yeah, we had finals hectic. week. Yeah, but I'm so mad because I had so many hot takes for this card. But we decided to do a post fight show, and I have a lot of kind of steaming hot takes and a little bit steaming of confusion <laughs> off after this entire UFC 263 card because. Some things happened that I really did not expect to happen, and I low-key feel bad about, because, let's be real here, nobody really expected Nate Diaz to do what he did in the final minute, and it makes me feel a little bit weird that he did, given the fact that I, before watching that fight, thought Leon Edwards, nobody could possibly stop him, and the only thing that I'm really chalking things up to is to complacency after being up four rounds, you know? But poor Bianca didn't get to... She was serving no, yogurt to the people of Albany, Oregon. You're being a good good employee. Good. Um, They're called Swirl Masters. You're a Swirl Master. Yeah. Yeah. That's our title. Yeah. Um, Sweet Tooth? <laughs> we're watching a show right now called Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth is a baller show. I oh, didn't, is I, it baller? I didn't give it a chance. I, that's what Bianca does. That's literally what Bianca does. Is She shows me shows and I refuse to want to watch them and then end up really liking them yeah if that's happened uh, on, that's your stubborn occasions now that's called stubborn you're so stubborn i know but, but you know at least you got into it now and we're currently watching it this is my second time watching it through because i finished the entire season in one day um there's only five episodes no no there's how'd like, you finish the whole season in one day i just watched it all the day you we were at Austin's, I just watched the entire thing in my bedroom until like 12.30. We just played GTA the whole time. I love that. You watched a scary movie that night too, but... Shudder? Yes, Kim Frost. Austin fell asleep the whole thing. Me and Kim grinded that movie. That sounds familiar. So weird. So weird. I feel like I've heard of that. It's from 2008 and it's about a ghost that was like a guy's girlfriend in the past and they did something really bad and it haunts them forever. It's so weird. Interesting. It's so odd. It kind of sounds good though. Like I like that plot. It but, is, it's um, really... Okay, the weird thing is one thing that I talked about in my final project podcast for my movie class is I low-key was biased towards newer movies, you know? Because yeah. with technology and usage of CGI, I always believe... I always am just it's like, just oh, movies are better, better now. Yeah. But now after seeing older movies, it's makes me appreciate what they did a lot more with a lot less. Yeah, they didn't have as much of the equipment and technology and it honestly what? It's facts. Is this true? We had to watch some bangers. Yeah, no, like, you literally made me watch the cut worst of Blade movies Runner. Ever. Let's go. Wouldn't watch again. Why not? Um, I liked actually the one with um What's his face? The one where we Children thought, of Men was my favorite one. Bianca didn't get to see that one. I like 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys was interesting. Yeah, I didn't was think that weird, was that bad. It had a lot of parallels between what we're in now, besides the time travel aspect. The time travel aspect is a oh, little... Oh, yeah, I didn't really like it that much, actually, another thing, but... I, <laughs> <laughs> that part was weird. No, I did. I like. I liked the idea of it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I really Can hate... got a new shirt? Ebbetsfield Vintage, let's go. Tampa Bay Smokers. I I really like that brand. You don't have you don't want to know Sponsor how many us. Yeah, you want to know how many hours I've clocked in on that website? Just, just drop some new t-shirts, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Give them some ideas if ones they can do. New logos. 
I honestly don't know how they come up with these. They have to do some hella research because yeah. I didn't even know some of these minor league teams existed. But awesome brand. I'm going to be buying more when they drop more because all the new ones get sold out like or unless I was just really late. Probably really late because you just really heard late. about this brand. So you guys want to get into some of this UFC talk <laughs> that I'm talking about here? You guys want to get into some of this? Where should we start? So let's do a quick rundown of the entire card. Carlos Felipe. Hmm. He started off with Jake Jake Collier. Jake Collier looked good. He kind of gassed out. Carlos Felipe, though, he tried to put on a show. He loves the Diaz brothers, and he's going to be... He's so much... He's a great heavyweight to watch, and it's so much fun to watch heavyweights that have gas in the tank because he True. did not gas out. He pushes the pace, and his striking's nice. phenomenal, and he loves to get the crowd involved. And um, I noticed that what he... He's fought some tough guys. He fought, I think, Sergey Spivak, and he all, yeah, he beat, oh, his Justin Toffa fight was insane. Justin Toffa just was in there uh, a couple weeks ago, and then he's also fought Jorgen DeCasso. So, Carlos Felipe, he's up and coming. I really, honestly, he's big, he's lengthy, but just the gas tank is an X factor in that heavyweight division. And Jake Collier, his movements got labored towards kind of the um, end of the fight, but he, Jake Collier, it was still a close fight, but I, I'm in love with Carlos Felipe. The whole entire, everybody fed off the energy. I wish you could have watched it because every single fight, people loved it. The Phoenix, it was crazy. The amount of booing was ridiculous. Like, I don't understand why people boo. It, I mean, that's what I was kind of thinking Loki is with MMA getting so big. It sounds like kind of like a rookie thing that I'm about to say, but with MMA becoming more mainstream, you're going to get more fans that, not that, a lot of fans can relate now as it is because a lot of people can relate to other sports like oh i play baseball i play football but nobody's like oh yeah dude back in high school yeah i got in that octagon you know <laughs> what i mean like nobody does that so if there's there can't be constant action all the time and yeah. whenever there's ground fighting people are just so quick to boo and stuff i don't know if it's the audio better because i really don't remember past events where there's been that much booing really? you know so i just think the, the phoenix fans are crazy so why were they booing though just because just, they were just on whenever the there was low just whenever there wasn't like action. a lot of fighting carlos felipe and jake collar they kind of set the tempo with that heavyweight start throwing because carlos felipe got jake collier into wanting to throw he was trying to be like bro let's get in a firefight and they I, they did it dang and he kind of Jake Collier kind of played his game a little bit. And then after that, uh, this, there was a sequence here of just like, I have never been more impressed with the card from top to bottom. And I also have never, like I'm saying this like legit, I've never been more excited to see fight after fight after fight on a single card because there was so much high level stuff and I I I did pretty well on who I thought was going to win there were some really close battles like Joe and Calderwood and Lauren Murphy we'll talk about that in a second but in terms of I, t- I texted Bianca this this Lu- Luigi Vandromini versus the uh, Faraz Ziem fight was crazy I even texted Bianca because this <laughs> uh Ziem he did enough early like in the first round, he dominated. Second round, it was fine. Um, his tr- striking, he looks like Max Holloway so much, That's especially so with cool. his jab and it, the way he just utilizes his reach and his length and keeps people at bay. He looks super good. But I, the biggest takeaway for me is Luigi Vendramini because he, I really envy fighters because after you get kind of pummeled in the first round, yeah, it's hard to want to come back especially when you know a guy is 
because even Joe Rogan, you, it's so biased because when they have their favorite fighters yeah. and they're like, oh, and they portray this picture that you just kind of follow this narrative that they kind of portray, you know? But I really like Luigi Vendermini because although Joe Rogan was saying like, oh, for um, Ziam is so much more of a fluid striker, like Luigi, he was he's just as high level as any other guy. I mean, I thought, honestly, right out the gate when they were talking, I thought he was talking about Luigi being good. But after a little bit of time passed, I was like, okay, yeah, Ziam literally fights like Max Holloway. Like, he's one of the better strikers in MMA. That's crazy. That's awesome. I just love Luigi because he's got that dog in him. Like I was saying, he makes those adjustments and he's like, <laughs> bro, I can't get inside right now. So I'm just going to throw a flurry at him and get inside. And he cr- he didn't really crack Ziam, but he knocked him off his... I don't know. He just kind of equilibrium. Yeah, he kind of just disoriented him. He didn't really hit him with anything crazy except one shot. But you, when you kind of just bum rush somebody, you knock him out of that flow, and you don't get. They're not as comfortable anymore. And I just love that about Luigi. And then he, he honestly, like, in my opinion, he won that third round. And so he, he kind of came out because his coaches were on him. And I, I, I came out of this fight almost more impressed with Luigi than wow. ZM, but ZM is a stud. He, cause it, it's so weird watching a fight where you're like, Oh my God, dude, this cat's literally unstoppable. There's a couple times in these fights where on multiple occasions, like, this dude is unstoppable. And then all of a the sudden their opponent flips a switch. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that guy's human <laughs> because they didn't look human for the past 10 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> They look unstopped. They look like yeah. world beaters. But I, I really little robots. Yeah, Luigi. He's he's a he's a freaking stud, and he is one of the sicker names in MMA. There's something else I was gonna say about <laughs> Luigi, that maybe it'll come back to me. And then that Steven Peterson fight versus Chase Super. Chase Super. He definitely. I feel like has made improvements. He's so dangerous on the ground. But Steven Peterson, ultimately, what it comes down to when I look at fights with Chase Super is he's got so much room for growth and development like his body's still changing and steven peterson's a 31 year old man Mm -hmm. so the physical like maturation is a hundred percent just like i don't know it's just it's just different it's like a man versus a boy basically and it's hard to watch and it's almost it's it's kind of hard to watch sometimes because chase gets hit with some big shots and it's just like bro cte like it sucks yeah i don't know oh what i was gonna say this is what I was going to say about UFC um, commentators is somebody out there has to do a video on this, like a TikTok. Is because like it, my sports. Yeah, because it's literally like, it's hilarious because a guy will be dominating a fight and it'll be like, pop, 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 pop. And then somebody like Paul Felder, somebody will be like, bro, yeah, this guy's teeing off on him. Like he's balling out right now. And then all of a sudden, like the other guy will hit one good shot. He's like, oh, but he's still in it though. Like this guy's still really game. Like it's so funny to watch because they'll just completely count out a fighter. And then the other guy will land one good shot and it'll be like, oh, this guy's still in it. He's still game. He's still a really good fighter. And it's just, it's just so lame to me. And biased, I feel like too. They have their favorites for sure. And I don't know, you can't really blame them. Yeah, because it's a lot of research to do on a lot of different guys, and if you have a guy that you're really interested in, you're gonna probably hone in on him more than the other guy. Exactly, it's hard to give fair it's commentary kind of, for yeah. everybody. No, it's true. It's just like as a viewer, like usually you favor one more than the other, and so you're like mainly paying attention to that one person. Yeah, like when I'm watching fights, I low key try to do it in the eyes of the judges because the whole entire time, if I'm watching a guy that I like, I see it in a way biased manner. Yeah, because I'm just you're human that's what people do it's so it's such an odd concept like 
I'll pay attention to one guy so hard that I'll forget the other guy's doing really good things. And I'll be like, oh, that guy won the round. Yeah. The guy that I and wanted. then you'll be pissed. You're yeah. like, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> wait, I, maybe I didn't even watch him actually. Yeah. But the, I thought the judging, the judging was actually not that bad. There was one. What was it? There was one fight. <laughs> who's, who's this? Oh, Elijah. Are you watching the trials for swimming? Yeah. I'm tuned into that on ESPN Plus right now. I'm tuned into watching the Olympic trials for swimming. Let me just get right on that. I got to have him on, bro. It'd be so funny. That is so funny. Yeah. But Steven Peterson missed weight, got the dub over Chase Super. Chase Super is going to be great. Um, he's going to develop so much. And I honestly, he's was, he was probably going to be a welterweight or a middleweight by the end of his career for sure. 826. Mm-hmm. Greg's got to get out of here. She's got to go save the young ones. At, uh, she's got to save the young swirl masters. Yeah. She's the superwoman swirl master. She's got to come <laughs> save her little trainee Jedi, Jedi Padawans. Padawans? Yeah. Padawans. Padawans. Um, no, but I don't have to go in until probably, I have to leave here at like 8.55. Yeah, that's fine. We'll be way done by then. We have 25 minutes. Yeah. Then uh, Terrence McKinney surprised the crap out of me with that one, two, over Matt Favola. <laughs> Talks really fast. <laughs> really fast. It's, it's time to go. It's time to go speed mode. But Terrence McKinney. Yeah, he he's a stud. He freaking I want to know what happened to him because he celebrated and then hurt his knee. I don't know exactly what happened after oh. that. Uh, but that was knockout of the night for sure. Penny Kianzad, his her boxing where wa- we were watching the I think it's Robert Whitaker versus was oh, it yeah. Rob Whitaker and Kelvin Gastelum on and it, that Panty Gianzad was on that season yeah. I want to I want to say and Alexis Davis was a gamer she's like she really pushed the pace she's after getting hit with some early shots Panty Keon, um Alexis Davis came back and made it a fight but I, I think Panty definitely got the job done like her boxing is so crisp and clean and she's the younger more hungry fighter in my opinion even though Alexis looked really good but I just think when it's a close fight like that, low key, you kind of got to just push that young upcoming star in, you know, because I don't know. You want to keep these divisions advancing, you know, you don't want to <laughs> be like all respect to the light heavyweight division. But <laughs> bruh, got whatever. I'm not even going to get into that because we've got two old guys at the top. You're a dork. I don't know. There's just you. I, I get more excited for fights when it's young guys, when it's young up and coming studs, not old guys that we've already seen before, over and over again. I don't know. <laughs> it makes sense. I get what you're saying. Yeah, my star that came out of this, even though he looked a little human <laughs> in his in his last in the last round. There's a lot of weird things where guys didn't really finish fights too well but it was a Mavsar Avloyev and Hakeem Dawadu. Hakeem Dawadu looked pretty good I, like he was losing the entire fight in his last fight to Zubaira Tukagov but he like came back and started landing more strikes and I guess got the dub which Dang. it was it was weird <laughs> but Mavsar Avloyev like he can take down anybody in the featherweight division and this is another part where I was thinking dude this guy is going to be an absolute problem and then he gets yeah. caught and then he gets caught at the end of the fight and then he gets wobbled and Hakeem looks like a freaking baller and, <laughs> but Mavsar before that he was taking him down at will just slamming him around ground and pound like submission attempts like just getting his neck or under his chin taking his back and I really think Mavsar is so young still too I'm, how old is he like 24 uh, how old? He's fifteen and oh, he's twenty-seven. I was gonna say he's fifteen. 
Huh? Yeah, like, he's 15 and uh, I thought you were going to say he's 15. No, he's 15 and 0, bro. But Mossar, he's so freaking good. The full featherweight division is that's stacked so cool. to the brim. Yeah, and then I thought Joan Calder would beat Lauren Murphy, but that's one thing. One thing I wanted to talk about with this fight is definitely nobody's going to nobody's going to freaking take out uh Valentina Shevchenko. You're going to put Lauren yeah, Murphy yeah. against Valentina the Bullet. Good luck. Let's see how that works. Every <laughs> she's going to knock out everybody that there the the jump in the women's division from champ to the number one contender is just astronaut. Like, it's crazy. Like, the talent difference is so not fair. It's crazy. Like, I I was so surprised when Laura Murphy's, like, the number three ranked woman in the world. Like, she's really good. She's so strong and stuff. But if you let Joanne Calderwood keep you at bay and pepper you, imagine what would happen yeah. if you let Valentina Shevchenko stay at bay and pepper you with kicks and punches. She's... It's, no, I'm moving on from that, bro. <laughs> that I just get really frustrated watching some of the girl fights because it's like, bruh, there's like the champ and then there's like number one contender like at the carpet right now. Yikes. Yeah. No, I. that's true. Honestly. Yeah. And they then Eric. don't have that many people. I know, bro. Eric Anders versus Darren Stewart. Let's go. Um, Eric Anders got oh. that. I was really happy for him, bro. Like he's had kind of a rough go in his last few fights. Like he's he's a good he's good for sure, but he he got destroyed by Khalil Roundtree and then he lost to Christoph Jocko. Like he's he's had a rough go, and then he had that no contest versus Darren Stewart. So I I was pumped for Eric to get that fight. I honestly thought Darren was gonna get the job done. He looked good in round one, but Eric did enough. Like he took him down, and he handled it pretty well. Now to the fight that was absolutely ridiculous that gave you the little taste. What was that? Oh, I was trying to put high on your leg. Hi. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I really wish you would have saw some of these fights, bro. They were freaking sick. I know. Sick. I'm so sad I missed this. Yeah. Brad Riddell versus Drew Dober, the main event for the prelims. It was one of the better fights of the entire day. Drew Dober coming off that tough fight against Islam Makachev. But Brad Riddell came back after getting <laughs> rocked early and then he weathered the storm and just started drew dober's got the one of the best chins in the lightweight division he's got one Yay. of the best chins probably in all of mma brabadell is hitting him with some clean crisp um punches shots and he wasn't moving at all the only budging? yeah the only time he the only time that he wobbled was in the fifth round when he was obviously tired and stuff but drew did a really good job i thought the entire time nice. but um Brad Riddell really showed out and because Drew Dober has so much more experience, so many more fights in Brad Riddell, but Brad Riddell showed out and I'm happy that he did. The um, New Zealand guys, they got the job done, him and Izzy. And then Paul Craig versus Jamal, Jamal Hill. I thought Jamal Hill was going to take this step, but Paul Craig, his grip's so strong. Like I didn't, I cannot believe that this fight did not get stopped when his arm is literally wobbling and wobbling God. and wobbling. And he's oh getting God, taking I'm elbows. I'm so happy I didn't see that. It was the most disgusting thing you'll ever see on the planet. And thank God for the MMA community because we get to see it over and over again. Like yeah, Joe Rogan's obsessed with this stuff. They're times. like, bro, you see that? You see that? I in the swear, crowd? anytime that like something awful happens, that's, that's what they replay. They just replay it over and over again. I'm like, Look bro. You got a little baby eyelash. Make a wish. I'm shedding. Wait, is it a... Don't yeah. you only do that with beard hair? Oh, wait. That might be just a, a piece of your Yeah, hair. I'm pretty sure. Because I got a... Wait, no, a, that's only an eyelash. You just a, have long-ass eyelashes. I got a buzz cut today. Yeah, that is a, that's thicker than my usual hair. Yeah, that's an eyelash. Blow it. Make a wish. I wish that Robert Whitaker will beat Israel in a song <laughs> and a rematch. to say what your wish is. <laughs> oh. Uh, 
but yeah that's that's gonna happen yeah jamal hill he's gonna be back thank god it was only a freaking um dislocation but paul craig oh, he's gonna thank be god. an Just issue a dislocation sounds well, so painful better than breaking your yeah, bone yeah because they pop broke, it right back break. into place i mean i'm sure uh, there's some ligament uh, tendon damage in there but that's a way easier to heal than a broken bone yeah that's true because he said he had full range of motion after oh wow so he could move it and stuff so that's fantastic for rehab because you don't want because when you have you don't want not full range motion no when you have a broken bone you just you can't move it at stagnant. all stagnant yeah at i mean all. you hit it right on the head right there <laughs> Damian Maya looked really good for a little bit, but he couldn't get that takedown. Bilal Muhammad looked even better. Bilal Muhammad, you got to know that he was trying to show out for Leon on this card because they were right back to back. I think Bilal is right up there. He's a game opponent. He's a tank. I don't know. I mean, if you can't take him down, he's just going to, I don't know, man. Like, he's in a weird spot because there's such high level guys at the top of the division and he's trying to climb, like, into that top title picture but i i really think it's going to be a little bit before he gets a title shot but he's right there he's going to be able he's going to have that opportunity to step in on short notice if somebody is out and he's just got to be ready to hop on that opportunity like he was with the leon edwards fight when he hopped in on short notice for hamzat so i'm i like Bilal <laughs> muhammad john anik loves Bilal muhammad so many he's such a fan favorite like so many guys love him he's a super funny guy um I kind of just kind of crap on a lot of other guys when like they fight Leon Edwards because Leon Edwards is like one of my favorite fighters. Yeah. And so that's why I kind of crapped on Nate Diaz and I feel a little bit bad about it because he's so loved. It. Like I love Nate Diaz. Yeah, he's fine. You love him. But it's like when you're fighting like one of my favorite guys that I like root for because he's had still, like, some of the shittiest luck in all of MMA history. Leon? I, yeah. Oh. Well, because he's had all these fights fall out. Oh, yeah. Would you like yeah. example A? Okay. Let's go. He beat Rafael Dos Anjos at um in 2019. Tyron Woodley canceled because that was the Tyron Woodley fight was at the start of um COVID. Hamza Chamayev canceled. Hamza Chamayev canceled. Hamza Chamayev canceled. Bala Muhammad no contest because he poked him in the eye. Nate Diaz canceled, what? pushed back another month, and then the Nate Diaz fight. And it was so funny when Wait, he, was, he I forgot that that one got canceled because he poked him in the eye. Yeah. So what does that mean? Like he literally just couldn't keep keep going yeah, he poked Bilal in the eye Bilal's eye honestly doesn't even still look the same like it still looks messed up like when I was coming in on Wans, like you could tell it was still a little fucked what can you show me in a picture yeah I'll show you I can show you after I don't got time after the zoom out bro well you can't really tell too much oh it was just kind of like a thing where like if you know you know I oh sorry I'm not part of the <laughs> MMA community I just didn't know I'm not either I'm just, a, I'm just a fan you're a dork um now let's get to some yeah Hell's favorite player right now favorite, favorite mma player. player sorry i meant fighter i always do that so, on accident let's talk about something really quickly here interesting interesting topics leon edwards nate diaz leon edwards i feel like he could have let his hands go a little bit more he was a little bit too it was an awkward fight because nate diaz tried like nate diaz is nate diaz and he's gonna do some weird stuff and he was turning <laughs> his back to him leon was a little bit confused but leon's such a smart technical fighter he's taking out the legs um he was just hitting him with some heavy shots. He framed up some elbows, uh, took down with some wicked like sweeps, took him down at will whenever he wanted to. Then Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz just, it was a win-win for everybody because Nate, Leon starts to get a little bit too complacent, right? Nate splits the guard. Stockton slap right into a left straight and or a left cross or whatever you call it. And he just... <laughs> 
Leon's soul left his body for five seconds, but Leon Leon Edwards, his willpower is like any uh, like no other. <laughs> what happened? That like slingshot off the top. Bro, that's sick. <laughs> that is really cool. It literally slinkied that. I literally tore apart pen pens in school, so Bianca just tore apart a pen and then it like slinkied off like it just shot off and now i have the slinky part of the pen from where you Wait, click no, it you have to put it in no i want to keep it no i like i like i'm like an engineer i put them away or i take them out and then i put it back together like you're putting a gun away no no i don't no. like no. <laughs> speaking of not liking guns have you guys watched um what do you call it this is gonna be way out of left field i hate you awake that new movie Oh, we're, we're, yeah, this that is, was weird. Okay, instead of just a UFC sports podcast, we're going to call this movie reviews podcast <laughs> as well. Because I feel like we talk about shows and movies <laughs> yeah, just as much as... That should be our thing what would that you I give, do with you. What would you give Awake? A because Kim watched it. Kim, my friend Austin's mom, watched this and she was like, it was one of the worst movies I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I didn't think it was that good. But it, the way it's shot though, like it's a good movie. No, I actually thought the way it was, sh like it's directed okay, I guess, but like the acting in it and the plot and everything was probably like a six out of 10, maybe no, a five. No, Yeah. I didn't think it was Wait, how much good. did you give it? A six? Okay. I would give it upwards towards more of a, like, God, you know what? Like, it really, that's a good score like, really think I, I think it. i said six at her house like six and a half i've seen I'll give way it a worse. generous seven like generous i give it a 6.5 okay just because the way it's just shot and i think the actors are pretty good like the young girls yeah pretty the good. actors are good but then the, some of the acting was weird and then also like the plot was just dumb it didn't tell you anything it we're really gonna, there were so many questions i had yeah skip through this a little bit if you don't want to if you want to watch awake it's basically about there was like a little bit of a solar flare that knocked off everybody's body clock and it allowed them not to go to sleep anymore. And then when you don't go to sleep, bad things happen. And as you, that's they like pretty much start the going crazy and losing their mind and they're trying to figure out uh, trying to find a cure, and how that's to keep it. them, how to go back to sleep. Mm -hmm. and, and there's so, like a thing like, oh, if you're like, and only like this uh -uh. one little girl can go to sleep. If you're, uh -uh, you're going to be okay. If you're like, okay, we're not going to give it away, but yeah. So it was just kind of weird and not that. Yeah, good. watch it, watch it. Also, I like the actors though. I like that girl. Also, watch that one movie about uh, the Serpent Man. Serpent Man. Yeah, watch that one movie. What are you talking about? Where the mom brings home that hunk. We've already talked about that and said how weird it was. No, it's called What it. Lies Below. What Lies Below. And it's the what a time! Movie. What a time to be alive. <laughs> oh God, I have the hiccups now. Okay, we need to get into it. We need to plug through. We need to plug. Through what time this. is it? Eight forty. We're good. We got 10 minutes. Dude, 10 minutes yeah, is literally perfect. Yeah, we got perfect. 10 minutes. We got 15 if I'm feeling oh, generous. Oh, UFC 263 is going to be... <laughs> I mean, 264 is going to be crazy. With uh, Connor, bro. Connor's okay, on I 264? I think so. When is it coming out? When's the movie come out? It's Bro, that's ju it's July 10th. Dude. Yeah, it's going to be whack. We're going to be camping. Sean O'Malley. What? <laughs> camping. Camping 9th through 11th. But I don't. I don't want to go camping. You have to family camping no, trip. But yes, we but can buy it and watch on our phone. No, but I don't really want to go camping that day. <laughs> but I don't really want to go camp that day. 
Conor McGregor's fighting. This could be the last time we ever <laughs> see him in the octagon. That doesn't mean you won't octagon. ever watch it. That just means you won't watch it live. Can I please tell you this card? Max Griffin, Carlos Condit, Nico Price, <laughs> Michelle, Dynamic Striker, Pejeda, Yana Kudiska is on this card. Trevin Giles versus Drikas Duplessis is on this card. Ty Tuivasa versus Greg Hardy is on this card. Amari um, Akhmadov versus Brad Tavares is on this card. My boy Zalga Jumagula versus Jerome Rivera. That's a good fight. And our boy Ryan Hall. Ryan the Wizard Hall versus Ilya Deporia. Yeah, Ryan Hall's on this card. Oh, wow. Sean Brady versus Kevin Lee. Sean O'Malley versus Louis Smolka. Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson. I mean, what 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 more do you want in an MMA card? And I'm gonna be in the forest. What doing? What <laughs> eating a hot dog in, in, the, a, in, in the, a humid tent? No, sweating it's gonna my be, balls. It won't off? be hot. It will be cool. It's gonna be in July. When I went last time, when I went camping, we were cold. My mom told us to snuggle for warmth at night yeah dude and then we're gonna be making s'mores and swimming in the river with my dog we have to make sure that he doesn't get hot like after like when he gets out of the water we have to put him in the shade because if he's in the water and he since he's black he's gonna get super hot and he could die oh somebody my mom told me one of their dogs died from that from having them like swim and then get out and be in the hot water yeah, or, or it, or it was like being in the water and then they got in the car and had him like in the bed of the truck and they like died because it got way too hot. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think the water like keeps them warm or something. Like because oh. they like it gets maybe it because I don't know you what know how the they breathe through it. their skin or yeah. they sweat through their skin. Yeah, like it they might don't... be too heavy and they can't like. Breathe. Or no, maybe it is that they don't sweat through their skin like we do. It's and like that their they, nose. Yeah, it's through their mouth. Yeah. Or I don't know what it is, but that We're makes sense. We're not dogologists. <laughs> Sorry. We're not veterinarians. But that sounds really sad. We're not invitations. <laughs> That's what Bianca thinks is the invitation. It's an invitation. Invite. Not an invitation. She thinks invitation and invention had a baby. And it's like invitation. Invitation. Invention. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to send you a wedding invitation. For her sister, that is not us. That's right. You're so mean. Guys, let's talk about Leon Edwards. Not for us. Let's talk about Leon Edwards. Okay. Where was I thinking? I was talking about Leon Edwards. You have about five minute window. Leon Edwards. So he's basically (laughs) destroying Nate Diaz, right? Here's the big picture. I don't know if Leon Edwards is like, is he in line for the title shot next? Because everybody can make the argument, I love Nate Diaz. But in that last minute, you got stalked and slapped and crossed and punched in your you were not there for a second yeah. and although his will to win was there that's what everybody's gonna remember yeah. is Nate Diaz punching you in the face no one's gonna and remember almost, you piecing him up for the entire fight getting knocked out so like I agree with Kamara Usman in the fact that I don't know if this helps you a whole bunch because also you're gonna get so much crap like okay although Colby Covington talks so much crap and he doesn't like he always only beat Tyron Woodley Leon Nate Diaz is an un like disregard the rankings if i know nate diaz is a gamer but you have to kind of take the rankings into consideration when you're doing this because nate diaz unranked fighter just big fan favorite you are the number three ranked welterweight in the entire world you're 29 years old he's 36 you are six foot two absolutely jacked nate diaz is a triathlete <laughs> made out of metal that is but it's fine but leon bro you t- this pains me so much to say Colby Covington is next. 
And after that, like, oh my who knows, God. bro? I want him to fight Colby so he can let, so Colby can never fight again. No, Colby coming is next for the title shot. I Leon's, Leon's not next. I mean, as much as I want to give it to him, what can Leon, I, Leon, and Colby fight? I have. I just am really upset because I don't know if you can give Leon a title shot soon. I, I mean, think he's you can. obviously. I think you can. He's next after their Kamara Usman thing. It's just, it really just makes me feel really weird. Him on wobbly legs versus Nathan Diaz. But like you said, I think he was up all that time, all those rounds, was probably didn't have a lot of stamina left in him, and he was stooping down to to Nate's level and kind of like changed his headspace, mm-hmm. knowing that he was already winning. Right. I don't know if anybody's going to beat Kamara Usman, though. Because Leon Edwards, he is great, but he got cracked a few times, and if that's Kamara Usman hitting you on the chin... Imagine. imagine what's gonna happen that's not volume fighter nate diaz cracking you on the chin like leon's really sharp and technical but there's times where he just throws these looping hooks and it leaves openings that kamaru is striking he's got infinitely better and also kamaru he's bigger and stronger than a lot of these guys low-key so if he wants to take you down he might just come after you we'll but leon's a world see. class at everything and it's going to be really interesting to watch i just i really love leon i think he has um championship potential like he could be the belt holder in the next like i think he could have he has the potential to knock off kamaru kamaru is such a baller dude and he can stand on the feet with you it's gonna be it's gonna be so interesting and i cannot wait to see how much colby covington has improved okay moving on from that brandon moreno brandon moreno has got some tough tests ahead of him because (laughs) this flyweight division is absolutely stacked he he right out the get-go looked like the better sharper fighter he was put the pace onto davis and figueredo he pieced him up in that like the first minutes of the fight he was putting combinations together and then all of a sudden he gets a takedown takes his back and gets that so he won by submission yeah and he he showed great um submission defense because davison tried to get him in a guillotine a couple times or like in a choke and he defended it really well and then managed to like reverse positions take him down and like get his back like it was insane and davison got the same position like twice in a row after being in this weird guillotine looking at position so <laughs> brandon is so good all around i knew this i literally yeah, called it the first fight like i believe too. brandon moreno could do this i had faith in him complete faith in him this next time around because nice. his boxing is some of the best like when you're talking about the best boxing in mma you cannot leave brandon moreno out of the conversation because he's so good at what i just he- like that that's bj's last name yeah it's he's i, I just, just think of bj every you time can't have him. a better champion he's like what you want in a champion altogether he's likable he's so unbelievably good and what you need now like the cool part about oh it's a 848 huh oh i wasn't even looking I was the about. cool part about brandon moreno is you've built him up to the point where you when you have a guy like alejandro prantoja who has beat brandon moreno and when you have a guy like Askar askarov who's an absolute stud mm-hmm. you can just place those guys against Brandon Moreno without having any builder fights. You don't have to build those guys up. You can just freaking say, yeah, you know what? You're going to have a rematch versus Asgar and Alejandro Pantoja. And you can just have that on a pay-per-view. You know what I mean? You don't have to like promote it as much because Brandon Moreno has already blown the F up because he's such an exciting fighter. So he kind of always, he's already carried that star power, which is phenomenal for the flyweight division. Cause I feel like they, but Davison was a good fighter and stuff, but Brandon, he's got, just a different it factor to him that I think is going to be interesting. But Oscar Askarov, you're you. We could see 
as much as I love Brandon Moreno, we low-key could see some passing around of the belts because you have a lot of really good flyweights there, especially if, like, Triple C wanted to come back. Like, that's interesting. That's super <laughs> interesting. You could have, like, a Henry Cejudo versus Brandon Moreno. Like, that would be absolutely super fight material. But this Askar Askarov, his wrestling... He, he can beat anybody in the entire world. And Alejandro Pertoja's world-class striker is so good at um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So it's going to be the flyweight division is looking up. The fact that they were even thinking about getting rid of that division is Crazy wild. Because if you look at all the competition now, it's freaking unbelievable. Like you've got like Sue Mudarji. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Like I want to look it up really fast. You see. Hey, you. Flyweight uh, rankings, bro. It's It's... <laughs> It's one of the f- more fun divisions to watch, obviously, because you get the fastest guys in the world. And they're powerful, too. Brandon Moreno legit can put your lights out. Like, I'm not even kidding you. Okay, so you've got Amir Albazi, who's a Bisumu Darji, who's a sleeper. David Dobrik. David Dvorak is phenomenal. Matt Schnell, great. Uh, Brandon Hoival, so good. Rahiro Bontarin, great. Kaikara France getting in there. Joe Benavides falling down a little bit. Alex Perez is still really good. Um, Alejandro Pertosha, Askar Askarov, those are the big tests. Yeah, this this flyweight division is freaking sick. The cool. Tibetan Eagle is who to watch out for more because even <laughs> though he gets caught a few times, his left hand is like un- killer. Yeah, like any other I've seen in the flyweight division. Okay, finally, Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori, he was too you got slow. Five minutes. Marvin Vittori, too slow, too stiff, a little bit, bro. Like I thought, I I really predicted that he was going to be the, a middleweight champion of the world after watching Israel Adesanya, like. The best hope is Robert Whitaker because yeah. Robert the Reaper, he's... Which, do you really think that Robert can can do it? Like, comparatively to, to Vittori and them? The best hope is Rob. Rob Witt. Ground game is f- fantastic. It's getting so much better. He displayed that really well against Kelvin Gaslam. Um, striking. His jab is so fast when his hands are low and he snaps up really fast. And... The thing about... I don't like him. Israel. He's just really cocky. This, yeah. And it, it, Robert's so, awesome, like, so it, easy Robert's to like. so nice. So the thing with Robert Whitaker is the fact that he's not afraid to engage. So that's what you have to do. You have to push the pace because that's all Israel Adesanya did is to Marvin Vittori is kept Marvin on the outside even though he got taken down a few times but he ate up Marvin's leg and... He just pieced him up the entire time. That's all it comes down to. And he stuffed all the takedowns. Like Marvin just tried to have Marvin was just too gassed out to have that one explosion to get a takedown because he already kind of failed too many times throughout the entire fight. So Rob is the only guy I can see that is going to test Israel Adesanya again. Cause like I said, Robert's the only one that's not afraid to engage. Like he, Robert Whitaker had the most exciting fights first Yoel Romero, and Yoel Romero is one of the scariest. How is Michael on. Chandler ranked higher than Conor McGregor? Because and he's had two fights in the UFC and lost one and won one. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, Conor hasn't won. But he's fought. He's only won more. once in lightweight, bro. He won his first fight against. Uh, he won his first fight against to get, be a double champ, and then he's lost to Habib and Dustin Poirier. But he beat he beat Donald Cerrone at one seventy. Yeah, like last January. Oh, that's something. Like so it the fact a that he's even weight. top five is ridiculous. Low key. 
Oh, okay. Well, same with Michael Chandler. That's yeah, kind of ridiculous. He's had two fights and lost one. Yeah, but Loki, he beat Dan Hooker, who was like top five, and then he also knocked out Charles Oliveira for a little bit, who is the current champion. But still lost. Yeah, I guess. But Robert, <laughs> you got to get this job done for everybody. We love you. Dude. Yes, please get this done for us. Robert, you're the only hope. This middle because when I'm looking, when I'm looking at Brunson, Hermanson, Jared Cannonier, none of those guys are going to get it done versus you. Darren Till, maybe. Darren Till, that's that's an X factor. Kelvin Gastelum, maybe. But the strides I've seen Israel Adesanya take, I don't know if he's the same fighter. Um, I still like the X him. factor. X factor. X factor is Kevin Holland. If mm-hmm. that fight, Kevin Holland, he does get popped. But he's the only guy long enough to stand comfortably with Israel Adesanya. So you never know on that. Yeah, there was a lot to unpack on this card. Bianca has to go. But I think this was a good one. We'll just... Yeah, it was good. I'm sad that I didn't get to watch it. Yeah, I know. This was such a good fight card. One of the best of the year. Um, I cannot wait for next week. So oh, that's... Oh, no, that's on it. Wait, who... What? It's whatever. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Are leaving already? What? You're saying goodbye? Well, I thought I th- you were about to look something up. I think so. Wait, I, let me look up one thing really fast. Yeah. Oh, it's um, the Korean Zyrus Danny. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. Danny Gay knocked out that Gavin Tucker. Huh? What day is this fight? Saturday. I ain't going to be here. Kellen's going to Giants game. You should try to um watch it with Sheridan. He doesn't. He'd rather play Madden. <laughs> but this might be fun for you guys to watch together. Yeah. Get Danny Gay surprised me with that Gavin Tucker dub. He knocked Gavin Tucker out cold. And um, Korean Zombies coming off that loss to your favorite Brian Ortega. Mm-hmm. You're the best tough coach you've ever seen. No? Love him. You think? No? No. Not a good coach. You don't think he's a good coach? No. Okay. He doesn't help them out very much. He just is more of a spectator. Yeah. I was getting so aggravated when I was watching them fight. And then Dude, you have this guy over <laughs> here. Like, with Ludwig. Ludwig. Yeah. Um, he's, he looks at Ludwig. They talk to him like he can't speak English. Like the man lives in an Airbnb in the yeah. United States and trains in the United States. He's like, Ludwig. Huh? 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 Yeah. Like literally huh? not even explaining he's, anything. Bro, just he was looking at him. And he's like, we're down two rounds. Down. Pointing down. Points at two, two fingers at him. Down two round, Down one round or something. And it's like, bruh. If the guy understands what you're saying, he's he, not stupid. Yeah, no, it was. I was like, oh my god, he's talking to him awful. I know, and then he so, like, doesn't coach him. I know, it's messed up. Yeah, it, it kind of made. It was me making me really aggravated. Tough season, you know. Yeah. It, it sucks to see. It that. might have just been because he thought that he didn't really know very much English, that he wasn't trying to coach him very much. So we'll see how he does for another person. But that was really annoying. I love Brian Ortega. He's like, as long as I can show you a. I don't have because to speak your does, same the language. The language doesn't matter as long as we can. <laughs> I can show him. You know, he knows what I'm saying. Bro, my mom doesn't even know UFC. And she sees Brian Ortega. She's like, he bugs me so much. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I mean, Loki kind of. Volkanovski kind of hit it on the head. Like, I feel like he's Loki kind of fake. I don't know. He guys tries to... Prefer, I don't know. Obviously, you don't know the person. But you can just <laughs> kind of tell. Personally, you can just kind of see through some people. Yeah, you really can and I just feel like from what I've seen and like just heard him talk, I just feel like he is very like he cares about himself and only himself. Yeah, we saw the realest two guys fight in the UFC and that's Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz. It doesn't get any realer than those guys. Those guys don't play any games. It's true. They don't play any games. They well, stay true to the thank you guys for this. <laughs> just kidding. No, it's okay. Thank you for watching, everybody. I have to go serve some yogurt up. 
She's going to be a swirl master. Let's go. Bye. Are you going to say bye and say thank you to the camera? 44 minutes. Thank you guys for watching. Thank Make sure to like, so subscribe. Much. Um, Peace, yeah. Bye. Love and happiness.